Hi everyone, this is Phil Pringle on the C3 Church Global podcast. I'm so thrilled always to have you with us. Thanks for jumping on and uh, love you to hit that subscribe button so we turn up in your inbox each week when you can receive fresh messages from C3 Church Global and myself. And I'm so looking forward to sharing this word with you today. I know that you're going to be blessed, you're going to be encouraged, and faith is going to fill your heart. I'm believing with you for the best in Jesus' name. God bless you. Let's go to the Word. Everybody, man, I'm on fire about what I want to share here today because I'm talking about hope. And in our world today, that has got to be one of the most priceless commodities we can can grasp a hold of. I wrote a book on hope a number of years ago, stories out of Scripture where God got involved in people's lives and gave them hope. He's known in Romans 15 verse 13 as the God of hope. And that Scripture is Paul writing to the Christians. He says, now, right now, may God fill you, the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. So, so it's like right now, there in your room, I believe that church should be an experience, not, uh, not just a, a negative experience, but a really positive experience. I believe that uh, hearing from God and, and Christ being in our lives is a positive experience, not a negative. I believe that God ga- came to give us life, not to take away things, but to give us life. And, and I believe that God is an author of good things because God is good. And when you reach out and encounter your Father in heaven, you will discover that His goodness is unlimited and never ending. But with this, uh, with this message that I've got today, I feel like it, it re- relates to all of us at this time. And I've called it the patience of hope. Uh, love is patient. That's the first thing Paul says love is in 1 Corinthians 13, when he relates the whole qualities of of love. Love is patient. It it puts up with a lot. It doesn't blow up in a second. It's kind. It, 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 It doesn't have a quick temper. Love is patient. And we are all going through a long period right now of struggling to to cope with the world all around us, but to develop the quality of patience, which is to wait for something with a good attitude. You got to wait for the thing anyway, so you might as well enjoy the, the time of waiting, waiting for something to come to pass with a joyful, positive attitude is patience. And patience is another word for capacity. It says, how are we coping with what we're going through? And coping is capacity. And, and sometimes, you know, we want to be that person or to achieve this. But to do that and to actually become that would mean we've got to be bigger people. We've got to have a bigger motor on the inside. Some of us would like to have a, a great 18-wheeler Mack truck destiny but we've got a little Volkswagen motor on the inside. Our capacity is not up for that. If we got that, then we would blow up. We couldn't take it emotionally, mentally, physically. I mean, you got to ask yourself, how long does it take for somebody to to do something that is annoying before you just blow and hit the the sky? 
hit the roof. I mean, if you and if if you get a problem coming in there and a problem coming in there, and you, we've got to pay bills here, and we've got to do this there, and we've got to do that here, and this person's disagreeing with us, and this, and I mean, what can we cope with? What's our capacity to carry on life and to keep our head when everybody else is losing theirs, and to actually stay strong, to be a strong person in tough times? Well, all of these qualities can develop in our lives while we travel through times that demand patience. We need to be patient. And, and 1 Corinthians 13, verse 13, when it talks about love, which is patient, says, now these remain faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. And so hope and love are combined together and faith. The, the three are a, a, a little power family, like the ultimate Avengers group. They're the, the, crusade, they're the, they're the ultimate threesome uh, of, of qualities of character and mindset that will help you navigate your way through anything in this life and help you overcome and help you get through and rise to a place of, of greater, greater victory than you've ever been before. I mean, we're in a situation now which is troublesome for everybody. And the fact is we will never know if we're an overcomer until we actually have something to overcome. And we, we sing about it, we, we read the scripture about it, but to actually apply it, say, I'm gonna be an overcomer. Right now in this circumstance, I'm gonna be patient, I'm gonna be loving, I'm gonna be filled with hope, and I'm gonna believe. Even though everything in us wants to do other things, we are gonna overcome ourselves. <laughs> that, that's, the, that's probably the biggest victory any of us can have. So that same concept is reiterated by Paul in 1 Thessalonians 1, 2, where he says, remembering without ceasing your work of faith, your labor of love and your patience of hope. So those three things, the faith works, goes to work, love has labor and hope is patient. So hoping for something is like, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for something and I'm expecting it to come in a week. But then it doesn't come in a week, it takes another week, and then another week, and then another week. Our patience is developed as our hope is expanded. And while we are waiting, we don't want to throw away hope and, say, oh, and get cynical and say, nah, it's never going to happen, and give up. Hope never fails. Like love, it never fails. Uh, lamentations by Jeremiah. It's, this is an interesting scripture because Lamentations is a sad book. It's Jeremiah weeping. The weeping prophet is grieved over Jerusalem and the people of God. But in the middle of it all, in Lamentations, he says something incredible. He says, the Lord is good to those who wait for Him, to the soul who seeks Him. It is good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. How beautiful is that scripture? It is good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. He's coming. Christ is going to be coming into your circumstances. A miracle is coming. There are turnarounds, breakthroughs, overcomings, conquerings. There's, there's, 
There's situations you're facing that you think you're never going to get out of, but Christ is with you in that boat in the middle of the storm. You will get to the other side. You're going to make it. I'm telling you, I I would prophesy to you today that the power of Christ, when you've got it in your life, you'll find yourself making it through this terrible circumstance and getting you to the other side. When you're in a valley, don't stop walking. Keep walking. Don't get out of the marriage just because you're in a rocky time. Don't crash the the situation just because it's, it's looking like it's dismal. Keep walking. There's hope with Christ in your life. James 1, 2. Okay, so check this out. My brothers, <laughs> this, is, this is a difficult scripture to read because it says, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. He's saying, get happy about the trial you're in, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, increases your capacity. It produces an ability to cope with life. But let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Wow. So let patience be fully developed in you that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. That's incredible. That's saying that patience, this patience holding hope, not letting it go, and having patience for it to come to pass will take you to a place where you're complete in life, lacking nothing. The one thing that will equip us for life at every level is patience. I mean, when we came to Sydney, Chris and I, uh, we came in 1980, but I received the burden to come to Sydney in 1972, eight years before. And we tried to come a couple times before that because I was impatient. And I would have to say that most of the mistakes I've made in life would be made out of impatience. That I am excited and I want to do something right now, or I'm losing my cool over something, I want to get it done, or I just can't wait, I, I want to get involved in this situation, and, and feeling like I'm in a hurry. You know the scripture says, he who believes does not make haste. And so once you've got faith in you, you can walk slower. You, you don't have to rush through life. And so don't let impatience rule your decision making. Generally, they're going to be very poor decisions. But patience will get you to the desired haven. And, but I, I was learning that. The reason I'm talking about this today and the increasing of capacity, because I've been there when I've had a dream that's bigger than my capacity and God has had to take me through all sorts of circumstances to get that, this kid into an expanded place to become a bigger person. And as we travel through troublesome times, we are becoming bigger people. You will come through this trial as you are patient. You might be in isolation. You might be in quarantine. Your business might have had to be shuttered up and uh, you, you may have lost your job. All of us have been facing really challenging circumstances. But James is saying, count it all joy because it's developing in you a thing called capacity, patience. You're going to be a bigger person at the end of this trial than you were at the start of it. Eventually, we did end up in Sydney. But you know, uh, I, through those times, I got very discouraged. 
I, one of the times I gave up the ministry. I said, I'm, I'm not built for this. I can't do this. And you will find there are days when you feel like, I, I can't do this. I'm, and, and like you're failing. I've found that God is bigger than those days, that he is, He'll hold you when you're not holding Him, that He'll believe in you when you're not believing in yourself, and that He's there for you even when you're not there for Him. And if we deny God, He cannot deny Himself. He's going to be there for us. And He is stronger than our, our weakest moments. And we're going to find that the God of heaven and earth, who has a deep interest in you, deeper than just interest, He has a love connection with you. He will care for you and make you get to the other side. Love never fails. There's a young man called Joseph in the Old Testament. He had a dream. He had a hope when he was just 17 years of age that he was going to be a king and all of his family would be bowing down to him. That dream came to pass, but between him and that dream coming to pass, as we've said in other services, it was many years. It was 30 before he actually started to see anything of it happen. The visions of God get us excited today. And so we think it's going to happen tomorrow, but it could be 20 years before it actually takes place. Don't let that depress you. Understand that between now and there, you're going to be transformed into becoming a bigger person. And sometimes achieving a dream is secondary to becoming the person who is needing to be that person to fulfill that dream. The character and the person that is formed in us on the journey to the acquisition of the dream is far greater. And that will translate into eternity, who we are rather than what we achieved and what we gained. In Romans 4 verse 18, it says, who contrary to hope, Abraham in hope believed. Contrary to what would be naturally expected, he actually spiritually expected. He believed so that he became the father of many nations. So no matter what you are facing in natural expectation, that will happen. But I'm going to believe the promises of God in spite of that reality. And it says in verse 19, not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about 100 years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God and being fully convinced that what God had promised, He was able also to perform. God doesn't tease us with empty promises. He's got the power to back it up. When He says, I can do this, He knows He can do it like that. He just wants us to reach out and connect with Him in faith, believing that, yes, God, I'm going to stand on your promises and we will find ourselves coming into a whole new day. Hear the scripture, Job 14, verse 7. For there is hope for a tree, if it is cut down, that it will sprout again and that its tender shoots will not cease. Though its root may grow old in the earth and its stump may die in the ground, Yet at the scent of water, it will bud and bring forth branches like a plant. There are a lot of people who feel like their dreams have been killed in this time. They've lost houses, even in the fires, the terrible, terrible fires at the start of 2020 here in Australia. 
So many people, nearly 2,000, I think it was all over 2,000 homes that were lost. And it can feel like our dreams have died. Where was God? And this, these can be times when we do question, where's God? When we've lost our home. Some of you may have lost your business. You've lost your job. You feel like you can't relate to your family. You might have even had people pass away and you couldn't get to the funeral. or You couldn't attend a friend's wedding. or So many things have changed in these moments. But that last scripture, there is hope for a tree, even though it's cut down, even though it just looked like it's gone. At the scent of water, and I'm praying that you catch the scent of the Holy Spirit here today, of the river of life, of the water of God. It buds again and grows a new branch. There'll be branches that you will grow that you never knew you had and you would never have grown them unless you had been in the circumstance. There are gifts and talents you've got that you would never have discovered unless you were put in a situation where the tree was cut down. There are so many stories of this. In fact, there is a, there is a town in Southern America, Southern States of America, I think it's in Texas, where, where they have erected a statue to this thing called the boll weevil. Now, the boll weevil was a curse. It got into their crops, their cotton crops, and ate them all up. But that forced the farmers to think of new strategies for their farming. So they introduced wheat, they introduced barley, they introduced cows, and they introduced livestock. They started to farm all sorts of other diverse crops. And in fact, it brought their fortunes far greater than the previous kind of farming they, they had had. So they erected a statue to this horrible little insect. It's a horrible looking sculpture. But they said, thank you to the boll weevil for what you forced us into and made us become. There are things that happened in our life at the time seem terrible. And today can seem like a terrible moment. But if we are patient and we retain hope and we keep believing God, resting on His goodness, praying, believing, reading the Word of God, nourishing our spirit up in faith, in the, in the Word of faith, in the promises of God, we are going to find ourselves catapulted into a new level that we never knew was possible unless we'd actually been put in these circumstances. If you've never received Jesus Christ into your life today, right now, I'd like you to pray a prayer with me. I'd like you to come back to Christ. In a few moments, we're going to sing another song. We're going to worship. But before we go to that, and we're also going to pray for people who are struggling with their illnesses. And if you want us to pray for you, please get in the chat box and, and, and enter those details. But, but the most important thing that I would like to talk about right now is the need for everybody watching this program to have Christ in their life so that they have hope for their future and not despair. If you've never received Jesus, please join with me and pray this prayer. If you've been away from God or you're coming back, pray this prayer also. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, I ask Jesus Christ to come into my life. I ask to be born again. 
Cleanse me from all sin. Make me your child. Help me follow you. Thank you, God, for saving me. Amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, please contact us. Register in the the chat box and and type, say, hey, I just received Jesus. Go to the QR code if you like and use that to take you to a link. But I also want to pray for people who have uh, faced illnesses and sicknesses that you feel like are beyond anybody's ability to fix. You may be even facing uh, this COVID-19 virus. And I want for God to touch you right now and to bring healing and the touch of heaven into your world. I pray right now for people who are struggling with respiratory problems. Their lungs uh, are in a state right now of real illness. And I'm praying, Heavenly Father, that healing will come to them. I'm praying for people who are struggling with asthma. They've had it since they were a child. Never been able to do without a ventilator. And I'm praying that today, right here, right now, the Holy Spirit will take out that condition. And they'll find themselves breathing easily and freely. In Jesus' name, I pray for people who have got blood conditions and they struggle with anemia. I pray for couples who have not been able to conceive. I believe, God, that there will be a miracle right now in their circumstance. Let healing of every area of reproduction take place right now. And I pray, Father, for healing of every migraine, healing of people's backs, Arthritis disappear in Jesus' name. Father, let the healing power of Jesus Christ fill everybody's room. And I'm praying, Father, that your presence and the peace of God would fill hearts, making them strong in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, everybody, that's it for today. Thanks for joining us. I'm looking forward to sharing the Word of God again with you next week. Why don't you send a review in? Help us do better. Let us know how we're doing. And uh, you can follow myself at Phil Pringle on Instagram or Chris, my wife, at Chris A. Pringle on Instagram. And you can tag a friend and we can spread the Word around the world. God bless you. You have a great day.